Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God who alone does wonders, who lifts up the lowly, who fills the hungry with good things. Amen. Thank you for investing your time in today's devotional. You could have chosen to do many other things today, but you've chosen to spend some of your time with God. Celebrate that as you step away, however briefly, from the busyness of your day and enter into a time of devotion with this litany. For everything there is a season, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. For God alone my soul waits in silence. From God alone comes my salvation. I will not hide God's saving help within my heart. I will speak of God's faithfulness and steadfast love. May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to God, our rock and our redeemer. We read together the 14th chapter of the Gospel of Luke on this 14th day of December. And pause now to listen to our focus passage, verses 25 to 33. Now large crowds were traveling with him, and he turned and said to them, Whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and even life itself, cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not first sit down and estimate the cost, to see whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to ridicule him, saying, This fellow began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going out to wage war against another king, will not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to oppose the one who comes against him with 20,000. If he cannot, then while the other is still far away, he sends a delegation and asks for the terms of peace. So therefore, none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all of your possessions. There's no such thing as a free lunch. That was lesson number one in my first university economics class. Put another way, nothing is free, especially not things that say they're free. Everything has a cost. This is Jesus's message in this unsettling text. Hate mother and father, carrying the cross, hating children and even life itself. No, thank you. Don't sign me up. Count me out. If you don't read this as challenging and downright undoable, you may not be awake. Does Jesus mean it? Is this the takeaway? Here's what I think is going on. First, everything has a cost. The pastor who married my wife and I told us that marriage was a beautiful act where we both said yes to one another. But the catch was that there's also an implied no. While we said yes to one another, 
we were also saying no to everyone else in the world. And that's true of all things. To say yes to going to the mountains means no to going to the beach. At least in North Carolina, anyway. Saying yes to staying up late means saying no to going to bed and getting a good night's sleep. And so it goes. In every yes we say, we also say a no. While faith and salvation are free, grace-filled gifts of God and Jesus, the only free thing you'll find, discipleship, on the other hand, is our yes to a life of following God. And that, most certainly, will cost you. Your yes to God means a no to anything else being the first, foremost, and primary focus of your life. That means your discipleship yes to Jesus as Lord of your life means your parents, your spouse, your children, and even your own life cannot be the single primary focus of your life. God is. Anything placed before God is an idol. And yes, even good things like family members can become idols if we're not careful. So what's the deal then? If we follow Jesus, does that mean that we can't have mom, dad, grandma, Sally, and Bobby and our little dog Toto in our life anymore? No, it doesn't. It simply means that God is the primary focus of our life. But if God is our primary focus, that also informs how we relate to everyone else in our life, to everything else in our life, and even to ourselves. Remember, the dual challenge of discipleship is to love God and our neighbor, and those two cannot be separated. So I'd argue that your discipleship yes to Jesus will actually help you in every other aspect of your life. Relationships, work, self-care, and more. Oh sure, it'll make things harder. You'll have to forgive more, be willing to serve like Christ, and love with pure love. There is a cost, remember. But the treasure won through the cost will be a life lived in relationship with God, your neighbors, and all of creation. So make no mistake, following Jesus is a costly business, but one that brings unfathomable blessings. Would you pray with me? Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated to you. And then use us, we pray, as you will. But always to your glory and the welfare of your people. Through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen.